Hello and welcome back to Dialage for Hero Clicks. I'm your sexy ranch and co-host Calderness. This episode, we're going to be talking about the WizKids watch list results, the House of X getting pushed back, and some upcoming videos that are coming to our YouTube channel. This is episode 342. Pitter patter. Let's get at her. Dial H for Heroclix is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest Heroclix singles and sealed products. Make sure you check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me always is the world heavyweight Heroclix champion, Billion Dollar Bruce. How's it going, Simeon? Oh, it's going great. I like it when you use my official full title. Makes me feel important. Yeah. I figure I figured I can't just say Nemesis all the time since you since you finally do have a, a real official title. I think you've you've earned you've earned that you've earned that due. Yeah, uh, we yeah. like to start off every week with what made us happy. For now, that's right. When Wave Two comes out in that TLC match of Extreme Rules, it's gonna be it's gonna be the the Rowdy Ranch and coming out on top. That's a promise. Uh, but like every week, we like to start off with what made us happy. Is it more Witcher nonsense? You talked about the Witcher for 10 minutes last <laughs> week. I just want you to know. I, so I had to cut a lot uh, because I was like going way too oh, in no. depth. With, uh, so have you played Mass Effect, Calder? No. Okay. No. I can't get into it. It's just so different. It's crazy <laughs> the difference between like the first game and the second game. Just like absolutely everything other than the characters changed. Um, but no, what made me happy this week was uh, we did an early friends Christmas. And so I was able to give my friends some gifts and made me feel good. And they gave me some things that I will put somewhere. <laughs> so that made me feel pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome, though. It's always fun to like exchange gifts because you're like, I want to, I want to see their reaction to like what I got them. You yeah. know, I only have that for like half my friends or like my family. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm normally pretty proud of like the presence I can sort of like find for people. So no, giving gifts is awesome. Unless, uh, unless it's Sarah. Sorry that I just got you that Starbucks gift card. I thought we were acquaintances and then you gave me something and then I didn't know what else uh, I could give you. So I, I do apologize for that. Uh, anyways, no, that's awesome. What made me happy this week? Uh, if we would just chop it down to just this week, it's a lot less. But uh, since you, you guys didn't hear a lot of stuff, I was on a trip with my family, which is why we weren't able to record a show. That was just a ton of fun. I won't go into it. We did something crazy cool every day in uh, Branson, Missouri. So we just had had tons of fun. I would say the highlight from the trip was getting to meet and forge with uh, Joe Smith. From uh, He was the champion of the first episode of Knife or Death. And then he was a contestant on Forged in Fire. And I don't think he won that episode. But yeah, that was just really cool. Uh, if, you, if, you like, if you're like me and you really enjoy Forged in Fire, it was really cool. If you don't, you don't care, then it wasn't cool at all. Um, by the way, what a terrible trip. Once you leave your state, calories don't matter. I had Krispy Kreme donuts three or four days uh, for breakfast. I had so many so many wings and burgers and like milkshakes. It was awful. I, I did feel like human garbage at, that, at the end of that trip. Um, but probably what made me the most excited was, and I wasn't even, I didn't even see this right away because i was on the trip but the announcement of evil dead the video game made me more excited than i've been for anything since probably Endgame. you know like and i realize it's only been like a year year ish but like oh my gosh dude it looks good i love co-op anybody that doesn't like co-op uh take a ps4 controller stick it up your your butt, man, because like co-op is awesome. I freaking love co-op. It's cool. You know why I like co-op? Because I have friends. I don't need single player as much as I would love a story mode for this Evil Dead game, because it would be great to do like from the cabin to, you know, medieval times back to Ash vs. Evil Dead or whatever. That would be cool. I would love it, especially if they do like a um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Eyes of Heaven type deal where they mix all of the parts together. If they were to like do that uh, for people I don't know, in Evil Dead, there's like just kind of the people in the first movie, Scotty, all of Ash's friends, 
And then in the second movie, it's like total different crew of people. It's Ash and his girlfriend. And then it's like Bobby Joe, the other hillbilly guy, um, some chick, Nobi, whatever her name is. Right. And then third movie, totally new cast of people. Again, it's King Arthur. It's Merlin. It's Ash. It's Sheila. It's evil Ash. You know, it's all these people. And then, of course, in the show, it's Pablo and Kelly and the other Nobi girl and then people like that. So but there's not a lot of crossover between all of them. So it'd be really cool if there's a story mode where like time and space get warped around and that's where it is. But that's sort of how the co-op is going to play. Anyways, you can play as everybody. It's honestly really cool to see Scotty like get his due. Cause he is a, a fun character in the show, in the movie. So it's glad to see him finally pop up in something besides the first evil dead. Cause he's not in anything else, which is, which is awesome. But yeah, no, the game looks so cool. It looks good. Like physically, the graphics look awesome. And it's just it's an Evil Dead game. I've been waiting for an Evil Dead game uh, that was like really, really good for a long time, ever since like Fistful of Boomstick. And that was for PS2. So there hasn't been really a good Evil Dead game since. So I'm crazy excited being able to play Ash, not as just some dude who runs around in a forest, being scared of being put on a meat hook, like in Dead by Daylight. Like, oh, there's a scary guy after me. Instead, you bang, bang, shoot you in the face. Brrr, chainsaw. That's what I want in an Evil Dead game. And I can't wait. I realize I've been talking about it for a long time. I love Evil Dead. I, I seriously cannot wait for this game. It's going to be a day one ultimate edition, whatever pre-order for me, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um. And yeah, that's what made me the most happy. Uh, I will shout out really quickly. Uh, I went to a play this weekend. Yes, Virginia, there's a Santa Claus. It was okay. Moving on. Uh, I just have to throw that in there. Uh, Chance McCall, you're on thin ice, buddy. He knows what I'm talking about, but you're on thin ice. You're on thin ice. We had some, uh, we had some Instagram stories going back and forth this weekend. You're on thin ice. All right. Anyways, and then uh, and then trivia with uh, with Adam from Clicks in It, with Maddie G, with PJ Bolin from Critical Clicks, and with uh, James Peters from Mister Clicks Flicks, and Joshua Essex from Snaggles Gaming. I don't know why I said Snaggles like that, but it was great. If you want to see uh, trivia, I'll put it in the description of the podcast below. If you checked it right now and it's not there, uh, feel free to message me and say you didn't do your job. Because uh, I very well may forget by the end of this broadcast. But that trivia was really fun. Uh, check it out in the in the description if there is a link there. If not, if you type in Heroclix Trivia, it'll probably be the first thing that pops up on YouTube. It was a really good time. So, but that is it. That's all. That's all my happy stuff. We can now move on with the show. And we can get out of here and not worry about it. So let's let's talk about some news. Simeon, there's there were some results. Maybe you may not know this, but a certain list, a certain list that people have been watching for a very long, for a long time, for a long time, finally got its results announced. And oh boy, are are people just so happy? All right. So the watch do you want me to list, go into the watch list? Yeah, <laughs> the watch list results. Uh, so as you know, uh, the watch list had Tri Sentinel, Iceman, Black Widow, Valeria Von Doom. Venom Groot, uh, Captain Marvel. Those were all on the watch list. Yep. September they, 23rd. They those issued. were the ones that were on the watch list. Yeah. So not a peep, not a squeak, no information the entire time that they were being watched. No, uh, you know, like, hey, guys, uh, here's some other figures that we might be adding to the watch list. Nothing like that. And then... uh mm then uh, they uh, they gave us the the, uh, the results. How nice of them! Yep. How 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 quaint. <laughs> so, uh, if you guys missed my amazing Letterkenny recap video of the watch list, uh, I'll also try to put a link to that in the description below. It's on our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Or if you uh, I basically and couldn't understand what Calder was saying the whole time. Um. You could understand. <laughs> Don't lie to me. You could understand. That's because I'm cultured. I I speak fluent <laughs> Canadian. Uh, okay. Not French Canadian, just uh, regular Canadian. No. No. Um, so but, yeah, uh, I think uh, basically I covered it to, in 55 seconds. Just to like go over the like 
really boring stuff. The fix the to Tri-Sentinel and Iceman. Um, sadly, it doesn't like retroactively fix like Surtur and Golden Age figures, but all they did was add to the wording if it did. So like if Tri-Sentinel did retaliate after resolutions, blah, blah, blah. Same with Iceman. If he did retaliate after resolutions, uh, blah, blah, blah. So it fixed those two figures. Uh, no more fizzle effects for those two. That was, I mean, exactly what we needed. It was pretty basic. It would have been cool to get, like, for them to somehow figure out a way to retroactively just fix the bad wording so that Surtur was also right. included. So that way in Golden Surtur's, yeah. Uh, Not doing but, dumb stuff. I mean, Tri-Sentinel has had his day in the sun, and it's, it's dang good that he's finally done. <laughs> Uh, Captain Marvel got no changes. They think that it's a strong figure, but not problematic. I think we said that. I think, yeah, we were like, Captain Marvel might be really good for the points, but uh, it's not like nearly. I don't think she's or, busted. She's not unfair, I don't think. Right. And it was kind of only in there, in my opinion, because the whole like Black Widow kind of dynamic. Um, and then speaking mm. of which, Black Widow got a single change, and that is her espionage patience trait, which uh, previously was if it was a themed team or your starting force has two other characters from the Black Widow movie set, then standard friendly cam characters can't have their attack rolls of 10 or more rerolled, and opposing characters targeting those characters can't have their attack rolls of 4 or less rerolled. That was the original. Now it is free, and you have to activate that power by trading in two Tradecraft tokens to do so. So it basically, in my opinion, um, Black Widow still has a ton of stuff going for her. I yeah. think this power just goes unused now. I don't see you banking on like rolling high or your opponent rolling really low and trading in two Tradecraft. Because trading in the two Tradecraft tokens is a pretty big deal um in my opinion uh so yeah and I, I don't personally know, do you they should that? have made it uh it should have cost five tradecraft tokens if you ask me <laughs> i think that would have been fair i think i think one then... and you might have actually activated it just in case especially if it's like a defensive turn and you're like i just really want my opponent to like crit miss and not be able to re-roll it um yeah yeah, I think as is. No, yeah, I think that basically just goes on you nowadays. Power. I think yep. it like it basically uh, it just, pretty much just goes on you. Yeah, because it is only for a turn, right? Like it is yeah. just for a turn. Yeah. So yeah, it's it. I wouldn't use it. Like you can't really bank. Like it was just nice for that whole roll less than four, no prob, roll crit hit, crit miss, etc. But now that just takes away one thing, and it was an oppressive thing she oh, did. Um. Sorry, I, I misread it. It's uh, while Black Widow is on the map. It's not just for one turn. So, oh, okay. So it is okay. Yeah, I can I can still see you using that. Like, boom, first turn, I'll I'll burn two. I think that's there. There's some thinking there. Then there's a little bit more as opposed to like, ah, oh, man, I can only use this one turn. This is rough. Versus now, it's just like you know what? Is there gonna be a ton of attacks made this game? Sure, and she's hard to get off the map. You just have to think, is yeah. it useful for me to make, um, what's it called, uh, recruits or anything? Or is it useful for me to uh, delete powers and stuff? Like, what's right. what's going to be more useful this game? You know? If your opponent has, like, a ton of prob or, a bunch, like, a theme, named theme team so they can, like, theme team prob, maybe it's worth it. Um, I just think that the healing aspect, like, if you have zero tradecraft tokens, you just don't heal on your stop click. So I think the healing aspect of having tradecraft tokens is a pretty good deal. So I don't think you ever want to use more of them than you have to. Um, next up, Valeria Von Doom and Venom Groot. So they were very similar wordings where it was the whole main reason they were on the watch list was an opposing character placed within four squares. For Valeria, it's four squares in line of fire. For Venom Groot, it's just within four squares. Uh, you choose one for Venom Groot, either modify the attack minus two or deal penetrating damage. For Valeria, it's just the penetrating damage. Uh, the errata is now during your opponent's turn is the only time this the whole penetrating thing is active. So that's 
basically what we expected for that one. Um, it turns it into a more protective power, like we've seen in the defensive past, power, like spiraling, yeah. uh, rather than yeah being something that you can offensively use to just deal umpteen penetrating damages to somebody with like force blast right. or something like that. And that yeah. was everything. Force was... blast ring, influence ring, yeah. blah blah blah, magneto, and then you're like, this sucks. I hate this. Yeah. Now it's just watch where you put your figures on your turn. Which is, you know, it's still a good counter for like things like Colossal Retaliation, etc., whatever. Right. But it's not like this is just unfun to play against. I hate you, Chip Barnett, well, for playing this team. Neither of them is too expensive. Excuse like me. Valerius, like 30. <laughs> Venom Group, it's 40. Yeah. Neither of them yeah. is too expensive points wise to have this like deter you from playing them, in my opinion. Um, Venom group probably won't be played in multiples. I can't see why. Like maybe sideline one, but I can't see why you would have multiple Venom groups. Uh, and then of course Valeria is unique, so you can't have multiples of her. But she's still a really stellar um, support power like piece, and she's super mobile with her like D six role. So she's oh, yeah. still really good. Venom group still fits a bunch of teams and is still really cool with uh, the whole. Venom verse stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that's well, that's what was on the watch list. So there's nothing else to talk about, right, Simeon? Yeah, that was we're everything done. that Those they were all the figures said, that were on the so, watch list. Um, yeah, I can't imagine that they would have added something and not told us about it and then just dropped it hmm. on us. You know. Well, well, well. What in the world? I just kept scrolling right down this handy damn site here, Simeon, and and oh boy, wouldn't you know? There's there's still more to the uh, there's still more to the article. What in the world? No, we, <laughs> What's we, happening? Let's see. Tri Sentinel, Iceman, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, Valeria, Venom Groot. That's that's everything from the list. Right, but oh, it seems it, that they may have added new some kind of edition. new addition to the watch list. A new addition. Huh. Huh. What, well, what huh. would that be? Why would they add something without telling us? Without letting the place gotta be vulture, gotta be vulture. Vulture is one of the most oppressive figures in the game. It's gotta be vulture. Not only is it Batman, you can literally see everyone and target everyone. Is it Batman? Is it vulture? Is it these people that have map wide reach and that can just slaughter your entire team before you get a play? No, it's not either of those. It's not vulture. Are you sure? Doesn't look like it. No. No. What what is this? What are these strange numbers? I don't know. I don't know how to read Spider Man. I know him. Seventeen seventy six. What in the world? All right, here wow. we are, ladies the and gentlemen. Soldier Boy Spidey. Soldier Boy Spider Man. Uh, tell him, Alex. Uh, here we go. His current thing. His trait was a general that founded a nation. He had leadership super senses. Opposing forces have action total minus one, minimum two, and then slash slash. Posing characters in six squares can't use leadership or autonomous. Pretty good trait, pretty hurtful trait. Now, honestly, when I did first see this trait, my thought was, why would you be able to just do that for free? The only other characters that can do that, I believe, and I could be wrong, are the Martian Manhunter from Trinity War, and then what's it Kill called, Gore? Eric or something? Killmonger. Kill guy, yeah. Killmonger, Eric Killmonger. What was it? Secret Wars um, Battle World. Secret Wars Battle World. And Eric Killmonger has to make a leadership role. Or like he has to roll a five or six or something, right? In order to even give you action total minus one. Martian Manhunter has to be like, I don't know, on his top click or something weird. I don't know. He has a caveat for it though. And then 7076, for less points than both of them uh, at 50, just does it. You know, that that was stupid. And he gets rid of super sense or and he gets rid of leadership and autonomous. So he, he really can cripple actions. Um, it was tough. I personally, when I played him, so let me read the ruling before we get into it. So now it is when he hits until your next turn, opposing forces have action total minus one minimum two still. So now he just has to hit somebody to be honest with you. I never played 76 specifically for this. I only wanted to play a named soldier theme team. That's all I care about. So for people thinking that I might hate this change, cause I love 1776. I don't, I think this change is fine. Um, people mentioned uh, something like I attack with him all the time, by the way, too. I, I get him right up in there, all up in your business. So this is not going to stop me at all from playing 1776. I love doing that. Calling help from the Spider-Verse, bring somebody in, boom, they can attack. Like, I love, I love that. I love doing that. So 
this errata um, made me a bit bummed that I spent $100 on him. <laughs> that was about it. That's all this errata did was like hurt my wallet slightly. But I still played him in real life tournaments quite a bit. So I think I got my, my money's worth out of him. Um, but I really don't care about this errata at all. Uh, for being a more casual player, and even when I played him competitively, when I put him on pretty much every team for the last couple of months, uh, that's not going to change. He's absolutely still going to see play for me. I think he's still yeah. crazy strong. I will you know, say he's just not impressive. That's all yeah. it is. And it's not like it's not as easy for him to be really good for fifty points. Like he has to have a little bit of work put in. Um, I don't. Yeah, like as many times as I played against him in the last couple months before this errata, um, I never felt like really oppressed by him. Like there was a few times where I was like, man, I just like got within six, and now I don't have leadership or autonomous plus like the regular minus one and that was like bad because when you have the leadership you're just like stuck at three actions which three actions is very manageable so for most teams i shouldn't say for all teams um it's when you get within like the six and now when you get within the six which in my opinion is how you should be playing this guy anyhow you should be trying to shut down leadership and autonomous as well as uh absolutely minus one um now he just has to hit, and it's not like he has stellar combat values, so it's not like an automatic hit when he gets up there. But right. your, your opponent yeah. now has to, or like you now have to actually make like the attempt to engage with him, which I wouldn't say like makes him an easy target. He's still going to be hard to put down, um, and I also wouldn't suggest putting Ock arms on him when you could like equip him with a symbiote and then copy scrolls and have two right to make him crazy hard um yeah so yeah i don't think that he's as bad as a lot of like the facebook memes have been putting it out to be like it's a very minor change to a really stacked trait like this trait gives him two standard powers and then also refuses a uh special combat symbol which is autonomous and a standard power from opposing characters within six that alone for 50 points is like pretty solid plus he's got that stop click he's got what perplex he's got all kinds of stuff going on still i still think for 50 points he's a steal of like a point management kind of system in modern but uh yeah you actually have to be aggressive with him if that minus one action total is what you really need in your team Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, I think we can all agree. I like these watchers results. Uh, Iceman, I don't really care about, but like Iceman and Tri-Sentinel got fixed. They worked the way they should have worked, which is good. They only can do it afterwards. So now there's no um, sending Tri-Sentinel halfway across the map, destroying my protective barrier for no reason. That's just good. You know, uh, Black Widow doesn't have that for free anymore. She has to think. I know Black Widow players now have to think. Good Lord. Whoa. Um, so now they have to see if they want to use that or not, which is cool. So I like that a lot. Um, that's a joke, by the way. There's a lot of thinking that goes into playing Black Widow. She does a lot. Okay, calm down. Get off your keyboard. Um, but like, and then the Groot and Valeria, just like, they're not crazy oppressive. It just makes the meta slightly more tolerable. But then then again, I'll play a tournament next week and be like, yeah, everything still sucks. Now there's just different stuff that sucks, right? Yeah. So it is what see, it is. There's always going to be stuff that sucks, but this stuff doesn't suck anymore. I liked I liked everything they did with the watch list because it really fixed a lot of stuff. Um, my biggest like most hated figure on this is Tri Sentinel, because especially like in swarms or like on theme, yeah. Tri Sentinel, and this is like something that I've played enough that like I've, I've yeah. Imagine some scumbag people. playing like three Tri Sentinels <laughs> or something. <laughs> like, like ten three Tri Sentinels, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah, what a douchebag. Three Tri Sentinels, huh? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, in my opinion, so like since I've I'm one of the people that have done this, Tri Sentinel mm. being able to put you on a really oppressive map and then exploit that map to like an infinite degree by just completely oh, yeah. like locking you into like rooms and places where there are no safe places. So like it became like at a point where. I always wanted to fit a Tri-Sentinel on my own team just so I could destroy blocking so that I didn't get ping damaged by a different Tri-Sentinel. Um, 
And now that that's fixed, like he can't, he can still do it with a colossal retaliation. So it's still very possible with that like Wendigo Tri Sentinel team. I still could have done it, uh, like most of the stuff that I did, but it's not nearly as bad as like walking eight squares, sidestepping, and then blowing up mm-hmm. everything within three. But I do think with that change, we see a lot of like barrier stuff in the competitive scene, which is equally annoying to me as Tri-Sentinel is. So, and sadly there's no fix for cheap barrier pieces. Marvellas of the Hero Clicks world will just not ever get an errata because what are you going to do? Change like she no longer has a st- standard power printed on her dial. You can't really undo mm-hmm. that. Um maybe just figure out a better way to point cost stuff though, guys. Like jeez. Yeah, they really do. Cuz yeah, I there's not There's just ridiculous there's, stuff. There's a few figures uh, coming out. I think there's a figure, I can't remember the name of it right now, but in House of X that just gets rid of uh, terrain markers, like non-printed terrain markers. They just like zap them all away. Uh, yes, there's that person. I forgot who they are because, and this will lead us perfect segue Jubilee? into our next bit, I don't remember. bit of news. I don't think it's Jubilee, right? That doesn't make sense for her. And it, maybe it does. I don't know. Um, but House of X is getting pushed back due to distribution, blah, blah, blah. It is not going to be released January 6th. So all you people that voted for House of X and all these other polls going on the internet, haha, you're wrong. Have fun being wrong. Uh, now, to be fair, top 10 figures of the year, I did put Nightcrawler on that list. I can gladly take him off. Uh, I just want to take this moment to revel in all of your pain for a second. Screw you, screw you, screw you, screw you, screw you, screw you, screw you. You have to wait for House of X. Suck it, suck it, suck it. Um, I hate the X-Men, and I'm glad you have to wait. I like your pain. Uh, No one else agrees with me on this except for me, um, but I'm happy that it happened, and you can hate me as much as you want because it doesn't matter. I'm so glad. It is Jubilee, actually. It's on the transformation click. So it's part of the attack. Free remove all non-debris terrain markers within range, and her range on that click is eight. So... Jubilee will also be able to get through. She's probably the best barrier breaker that we've ever had because uh, with yeah. an eight range, like that's just for free. That's crazy. <sighs> that is pretty crazy. You do, but she's to... not crazy until January sixth, <laughs> and you do have to get her onto those clicks, which maybe. I don't think it'll be that hard if you build your team right, but it, it might not always happen. So if your opponent does win map and has like a barrier team, but that's enough of a, uh, I don't really care about meta. So I don't know why I'm putting so much thought into it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so we move on to the other piece of news, um, which I forgot about until I was going through Twitter here. We have a few pictures of the wonder woman, starter box set thing so we have all the characters that are going to be in the box i assume uh it's going to be wonder woman wonder girl donna troy miss martian mary shazam hater uh and then the villains are going to be the cheetah silver swan star sapphire medusa and cersei awesome no people i need at all i get to skip it already in love with this (laughs) there are quick blurbs about each character that say like they're hard to ko or she can hit hard um so like I'm going to read what powers they'll have or what they'll do, but not it's quite. yeah, it's sort of hinting, but it doesn't tell us straight up what they have. So I'm going to read the one character I'm worried about. If any version of her is good, I'm going to be basically livid for the next two years. So really quickly, Mary Shazam, who is normally Mary Marvel. Uh, she wasn't sure if she could access powers of Shazam, blah, 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 blah. It basically says she can hit hard even when faced with multiple opponents, which probably means quake. Uh, with a little help from her allies, she's totally devastating attacker with great mobility. Uh, I already hate the great mobility thing. If she can, like, hypersonic quake, I, I'll be livid. Anyways, the starter set that we're seeing is going to come with 10 people, and it's going to come with map tiles. So six map tiles. Instead of a paper map, you get these six double-sided map tiles that can be used to build the map for scenarios. So you don't get a map. You get map tiles instead, which is really, it's kind of neat. It's It's cool. I like it. You get 10 uh, Heroclix characters, like I said, and they will each have two cards. So uh, one through five is going to be the same thing as the Masters of Evil Avengers starter. So if you're just now getting into the game and you want a good starter, 
Uh, like I say, get the Masters of Evil versus the Avengers because there are great sculpts in that one. But now there are even better sculpts in this one using their new sculpt format. So if you have like a DC person who wants to get into the game, buy the Wonder one. You have a Marvel person who wants to get in the game, get them the Masters of Evil versus the Avengers. So same thing. They're going to have two cards. Click one through five is going to be like super basic beginners. We get to see Wonder Woman's card. She has like sidestep toughness, late dial charge, and then a special defense, which is stop combat reflexes. Like that's it. Fairly simple. You have to learn some wording, whatever. And then click seven through 11. You'll seven eleven getting me a slushy at the seven eleven. Um, will be the ones for games of experience, which is just, you know, slightly better. Still not that great. Pretty much is what that ends up being two Wonder Woman dice. And then of course, some scenario cards, the object and terrain tokens look like absolute trash, but they are cool because it's like Zeus's Thunderbolt, Artemis's arrow, the boots of Hermes. They don't do anything unless there's something printed on the back. Otherwise, they're just light objects. Uh, but the art, the art just kind of looks like trash to me. So that is the Wonder Woman. Uh, what's it called? Just 80th anniversary, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, just the Wonder Woman starter. So it's cool. It's neat. I will be skipping it. I think it's going to be $40, I believe, is what it ended up being. Yeah. Uh, Simeon. You gonna be picking this up? The map tiles um, speaking to you. It's yeah, it's super interesting, and I do like that it's like a solid spread of. Well, like we haven't gotten a lot of like the these characters in a, like either a long time or these versions of them, so it'll be nice to get a modern uh, Miss Mar or Miss Martian for like the first time in uh, twelve years. I don't know. It's I don't. I think we've only ever had one before. And it seems like it was forever ago. Um, and then also, I'm glad that they finally actually gave us some villains in a starter pack. Uh, I guess, of course, there was Doom in the Fantastic Four uh, battle whatever pack. And there was a few villains in the Avengers versus Masters of Evil. But it just seems like we're finally on like a good roll for that, which is good because there's enough like fast forces and starter sets that I've picked up where if you were a new player, you'd be like, I guess uh, Leonardo and Michelangelo are going to fight Raphael and Donatello because yeah, right? they have no bad that's guy. So stupid. So I'm, yeah, I'm glad that that's happening. I don't think mm -hmm. I'm interested enough, even in like just the maps. I might try and pick up the maps separately. Um, are no maps I mean, there are only map tiles yes map tiles sorry yes watch your mouth i'll pick up two <clears> of <throat> the six map tiles <laughs> <laughs> that could also be fun i like this idea for new players too though because you don't have to build a huge map if you don't want to you just make it a smaller map so yeah. you don't have to wake especially in games where you're just learning and it's the a first really turn just for, uh... moving up it's lame you know like getting to the action right away makes right. you want to play the game more which is how what did they used to call those uh, quick start sets where it'd be oh, like yeah, yeah, two yeah. figures yeah. in a tiny map and a tiny set of dice yep yeah because i i think i have like the winter soldier one where it's just steve and bucky it's yeah like, that was a strange one because yeah. that map the ones they made for the movies were like card stock like really thick fold out maps for whatever reason uh as opposed to like thin paper maps that were smaller yeah, those are weird. Yeah. But yeah. Nope, this is cool. Um, Wonder Woman still slated for, what is it, April sometime? Who knows? It's yeah, going to be good. Rate, it's going to be a good time. It's definitely coming out at in this 2021. Rate. For sure. For sure. Yes. I yes. will put money on that. All right. That is the majority of our news this week. Pretty much all of the news. Simeon, you want to tell us about a little... A little tournament that's going to be happening here soon and how they can win a brick of house of x if they get first place for only ten dollars you yes you yeah you have a brick uh, of house of x for only ten dollars I, I guarantee you that it will be released in 2021 so you will definitely get your prize <laughs> at some point in 2021 um so yes uh of course being the reigning heavyweight Dial H champion. I get the opportunity to run the the correct format that we all deserve and need. And this is the Prince Tournament. So if you haven't heard, we've said it in the last couple podcasts and it's been on YouTube and uh, Facebook page. But if you're just tuning in now for the first time after crawling out of your hole 
and you are just now or listening to the news. Hole, you could uh, say. Yeah, the, the clicks hole. Oh, Anyways, oh, skip. Oh, yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. We're not part of that. Um, it's the Prince Tournament. <laughs> all figures and equipment must be Ultra Chase. So, all nice figures, save. equipment, sideline, uh, anything that is a figure or an equipment. The only thing that will be on your force listed on your build sheet that is not necessarily an Ultra Chase, Chase, Con LE, or Super Rare Prime right. is the maps. Everything else. The only thing you're allowed to pay points that. for. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The only if you thing. You pay points for a map bonus. Map. No, sir. The only thing you can pay points for is a Super Rare Prime, a Chase, an Ultra Chase. Or a convention exclusive. All the convention exclusive figures are pinned in our Discord if you're a Patreon member, and uh, they are pinned at the top of our Facebook page. Yeah, there was a Where few figures we were worried about being in this format, like 1776. Uh, luckily, Black he has Widow. been changed, and so yes, uh, yes, we've gotten a few questions. We are following all WizKids rules, other than the format being limited to these specific figures. And like equipments. So other than mm-hmm. other than like the, the specific figure requirements, we are following all normal hero clicks rules. So that will be including all watch lists and erratas and any rulings that are on uh the WizKids rules site. So that's all for that part. Um as Calder said, first place will be getting a brick of House of X. Uh, second, we'll get five boosters. Third, we'll get three boosters. And fourth, fourth, we'll get two boosters of House of X. And then if we get 32 players, uh, we'll be prizing out to the top 16. It's $10 to enter. Um, and you can just message us if you need or just go to our Facebook page. The PayPal link is on there. Um, other than that, I think that's that's basically it. Uh, we're going to start January 1st, and it's going to be pod play. So we'll do pods of hopefully four, uh, otherwise pods of three, and then the top two from each pod will advance into single elimination. So your placement in single elimination will be based on how you did in pod play. Um, and then, yeah, it'll work out like normal single elimination where – like if you made top eight or top 16 at like a normal tournament kind of thing, uh, that's how that'll work. I think that's it. Absolutely. And of course, we're going to have Discord, Roll20, all of that. That's going to be the basis for playing online. If you haven't played online before, we invite you to do so. You don't have to own any of the figures. It's pretty sweet. So, Yeah, you don't yeah. have to own any figures or maps. And we're also doing what I call modern forward, which is everything that's currently modern plus everything that's been um, previewed in any capacity. So like if you're, if you want to use an ROC map or a Majestics map, that's perfectly fine with me. As long as like we've seen the map and it is going to be like a actual thing. You can't just like pull up Microsoft paint and draw your own map real quick and put like the ROC logo on it. I, I've seen mm. those. That is how some of those Majestics maps look, though. They That's just look true. like straight up, like That's fair, yeah. color garbage. The, the Tron no offense one is, to Majestics, but like the Tron some of them are bad. A nightmare to play hard, on. Hard to look at. It's, it's super pretty, but it has to be a nightmare to play on. Um, yeah. But that also includes the House of X figures, even though they won't be legal or even released at the time of this tournament. Since we've seen all their dials... We haven't seen all the team-up cards, yeah. but since we've seen all the dials, the Super Air Prime from that set, as well as the Chases, will be available as well. All right, guys. Uh, now we're moving on to the community section. Before we get into community, I just want to say, uh, I was scrolling through uh, YouTube as we were watching this, uh, pod, or watching this podcast, whatever we're doing, I don't know. Uh, and there's a ProZD video, which is let's try 16 different Chips Ahoy cookies. And I'm not going to lie, guys, I'm probably going to go to Walmart and buy like a full thing of Chips Ahoy and eat those all tonight. I'm pretty hungry. Um, just just letting the listeners know what how how my health has been deteriorating in this holiday season. Anyways. Uh 
coming soon to a YouTube and Twitter, gosh, a Facebook and Twitter account near you guys will Probably be the, the end of the year. Hopefully, they should be up by the time of year is. Um, will be the end of the year polls we have. It's like, you know, all the other polls, except now it's going to be accurate because House of X will not be allowed, obviously, because it comes out in 2021. So we're going to have stuff like the best attacker, the best support figure, the best fast forces slash starter set of the year, the best uh, whatever, best set of the year, all sorts of really cool uh, categories. If you want your voice to be heard on a show that actually matters, uh, feel free to let us. That's a joke, by the way, guys. Those other podcasts matter to like at least five other people. Trust me. Anyways, sorry, firing a lot of shots for this not being shots fired. I apologize. I apologize. Still a show. We could probably just take that name. I don't think they release episodes. We probably could. I don't think. I don't think there's a show like that. We could probably steal that name. Uh, Not stealing because no one even has it. Anyways, uh, so those will be coming soon to a social media near you. Uh, Love you, Jamie. Kisses. so check those out. Also coming soon to our YouTube channel is going to be HeroClix Hot Ones. That's right. You you heard us correctly. Uh, me and Simeon are not only starved for trying to figure out how to make YouTube content, but I guess we're starved for more physical pain uh, and more pain for our stomachs. Uh, if you saw Extreme Rules, and if you haven't yet, go to our YouTube channel, watch all the promos, and check out Extreme Rules. We are putting up, I will easily say, the most unique HeroClix content anywhere else you will never find hero host content this unique anywhere on the internet i think i can safely say that um i, I think yeah. so yeah i feel like we can so is, yeah this for, is one of the few things for that do hot that ones. no one else yes. will attempt yeah. to do probably want to do, do willingly. Yeah. Um, if you're familiar with Hot Ones, it's a very popular show. Basically, they interview a guest while they eat spicy wings. Uh, Simeon and I will be playing a game of Hero Clicks. Well, at the start of each round or at the end of each round, whatever it is, uh, we're going to go ahead and eat some spicy wings. So if you want to watch us just like deteriorate as human beings, you can. If you want to see more videos like this, let us know. That will be up, honestly, by the time you're listening to this podcast, because we're going to release it tonight. It'll be up in the morning on Tuesday. But of course, it's Tuesday now, or is it Wednesday? When are you listening to this, listener? <laughs> if it's Saturday, why'd you wait so long? It's still 2020. Am I messing with your mind? I'm getting inside your mind. I'm messing with you. Is it next Saturday? Good Lord, listener. Anyways, that's all we have to say. We forgot to put up a Community Tuesday's question. So I'm going to go ahead and read a Jedi Legend Hero Clicks. Tip of the week. You don't want to sell me death sticks. I don't want to sell you death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. I want to go home and rethink my life. Are you playing something seasonal this week? Some ideas for pieces. Uh, it is the week of Christmas, for those that don't know. Uh, some ideas for figures to play is going to be North Star. Get it? Blizzard, Captain Cold, Emma Frost, Winter Soldier, Jacob Marley, or anyone with Elf in the name. Uh, obviously, you've got more obvious but harder to obtain Christmassy ones. Uh, happy Christmas. I don't know why I said happy. It's Mary. Those, Briti- those British, I tell you what, I don't know what he's saying happy for. It's Mary. Goodness it gracious. I don't even know Christmas that's a British thing. Is that like Thanksgiving? Uh, I don't think so. They're godless heathens. They don't have any. Uh, they don't have any. No. They, I, I assume they celebrate Christmas. I, I imagine. Well, they don't we celebrate the somewhere. 4th, and I just don't understand. Why don't they celebrate the 4th of July? That's the, I don't get that's it. That's the best holiday of the year i huh british people sure are wacky i'd celebrate the fourth of july if i was british anyways (laughs) it was their fault in the first place uh anyway talking about christmasy teams simeon and i uh on the hot ones video both played two christmas teams we're going to tell you what they are in the video simeon just really quick what movie did you base your team around Ooh, i did mine on the nightmare before christmas the old tim burton classic doubles as a Halloween movie so you can watch it twice a year or more times if you're one of those people and you're probably proud of it if you are uh, they really are there's a surprisingly so much large stuff. amount of those people uh, in pulling the vi- or pulling pictures for the video um, to like show you <clears throat> for anyone that somehow hasn't seen that movie there's a lot of fan art out there and I'm just gonna start I'm just gonna tell y'all Oh Just no! Stop! Please stop with the weird, super weird fan art for every child movie that's ever been made. I don't want to see it. 
Uh, also, I use Bing, so it comes up twice as bad as Google. So please, <laughs> uh, just stop it with the weird fan art for kid movies. <laughs> I had to scroll so far just to find an actual like still image from the movie for multiple characters, and it was awful. There's images I will not be able to scrub from my mind for a while. But anyhow, that's the movie I based my team on. I don't know what's worse, that string of sentences or the fact that you admitted to using Bing. <laughs> probably, that string, probably that string of sentences. That's pretty awful. I really, um, I really like it. I like Bing. Other than like when you when you ask Google you're ahead. a straight you don't question, have to say, you don't have to say you like Bing. Stop while you're ahead. Simply. If you ask Google Gee. like seven times eight is what Google just like automatically pops up the answer because it's like a super intelligent search engine. Bing will be like, "Here's twelve kale recipes that use seven ingredients eight times," and you're like, "That is not what I wanted." Uh. But it's so fun to see the like wacky results that I get that I just keep using it. Interesting. Yeah. Weird. The weirdest flex. Let's get back to talking about Hero Clicks. Uh, my team is based off of the Year Without a Santa Claus. So Heat Miser, Snow Miser, all that good stuff. So what what do you guys want to build with? This will be the Community Tuesday's question. What do you guys uh, use to build Christmassy teams or Kwanzaa teams or um jsa clicks live stream every freaking day that has nothing to do with hero clicks but it's fine it's okay it's what you want to do it's your page i'm not going to stop you but anyways thanks for the notification jay appreciate it glad to know you know how to like uh jedi fallen order or whatever that game is i haven't played it yet but uh yeah you can get after us for for our quote-unquote content, but uh, I joined. I so I joined his Twitch stream. This is another side tangent. I joined his t- Twitch stream, and it looked like it was like the very first level of the game. And as soon as the cutscene stopped, like he just stood there for a while, and then he must have realized the cutscene was over, and so he started walking and immediately jumped off a ledge and died. And I was like, ah, pro gamer move. <laughs> pro gamer, Jay Solomon. <laughs> it's pretty fun book. though. No, uh, I actually do quite enjoy popping into some streams. I know uh, Jason and Amber, rest in peace, uh, married of clicks. That's one thing I guess we didn't touch on either. Uh, They are still, sorry, really quick. Jason and Amber Collins are not dead. Uh, They just decided to stop making. um, Yeah, truly rest in peace, though. Um, Because, like, now that they're not making content, they will be able to rest for the first time in years. Yeah. Both having children and uh, a YouTube channel is like interesting, interesting thing to do. Uh, maybe they can sleep. I don't think they have any like baby babies anymore. So maybe they, they truly can actually get a good night's sleep. That'll be awesome for them. Um, I was gracious enough to be on one time and I really appreciate them for that. Uh, I also, when I was first getting into competitive, <laughs> competitive gameplay, <laughs> um, I watched uh, several videos explaining, I think, how balls of fury and stuff worked and i really liked those videos so yeah uh and especially if you guys enjoyed their live streams every monday and um uh, all the videos uh, all the videos they did jason and amber were really cool they're really fun people uh, i didn't talk to them a lot in real life but i do know they're just they're just stand-up folks so they did a lot for the community they're pretty cool people uh it's a shame they're gone uh, i feel bad uh, i was on vacation so we weren't able to record or film anything for their last episode uh but Sort of as a semi-public statement, we, they will be missed. They are still live, though. Yes. <laughs> channel is just dead. the channel is just true. over. They, yeah, they are still alive. This sounds very sad and sappy. They are they are still alive. Uh, but all right, uh, I think that is it for community because we didn't have a community. This- oh no, wait, sorry, we had a question. Simeon, we had a question. Over what am on I doing? Discord, Exotermic says. How do you think the game would change if there was a rule change so that your team had to share all share a keyword? And then taking it a step further, do you want to break this down? So for the first one, I think the game wouldn't honestly change for that first part of the question. I don't think the game would change too terribly much if everyone had to share a keyword. Uh, themed teams are already pretty strong. Getting map choice with like as oppressive as like maps can be um, 
is very strong. And so I think that like most, there's a few outliers that like win, uh, like quite well with non-theme teams. Lucas's uh, Immortal Hulk team that just had like I do well on every map kind of stuff. Um, Random stuff. Yeah. So there's there's teams that do like toss uh, sharing keywords away for other synergies that can be found. But I think it's usually like you want to have some sort of theme going on not always i'm always like you know i'll play whatever i usually try and at least have like a generic keyword because it just helps me find figures so that's why i i I mean it helps me limit my scope to looking at figures so i always use like a generic keyword at the very least um but yeah do you think it would change the game a whole lot calder well, currently where we're at right now, uh, not too much. There are really good theme teams. Avengers, the Black Widow, uh, Captain Marvel build, the all the Spider-Man shenanigans, right? There's not, you know, Justice League Batman or Gotham City Batman. I'm a big proponent of Gotham City Batman. I love that team, Mike Bats. Um, Justice League is just as good. You know, like, there are so many things... Latveria even like there's there's just so much stuff that that works really well on theme teams right now the shakeup would only be there are no trouble alerts or troublemakers that would literally be the only change that would that would pretty well, much yeah. be it so that's that's since there are no like, id cards is, it wouldn't hurt uh, as much i know the second part is it could also sorry yeah yeah, yeah taking it a step further um, so for the first one for the first one i don't think it changes line. much at all sorry yeah. read that again i talked over you oh okay um, yeah, so for the first part, yeah, I think, I mean, it's going to limit a few people's teams, which would honestly just be, a, like, a bad move, because the fun teams, like the Grandmaster Mangog team, or the Mortal Hulk, whatever team, it's like, or, I mean, Vulture, but, like, that's, like, the one team that I could do without ever seeing again, so, honestly, like, a non-theme-teamed Vulture team would go away. And that's like the one bright star in there. Uh, but then taking it a step further, what if that extended to your sideline too? So also having your sideline have to share keywords. Um, this is a lot more interesting. So this actually, yeah, it would cut down on like Jason Wingard. Uh, what has he played on? Is he actually themed? I think he gets mostly played without theme. But uh, he, yeah, mostly without theme, potentially him on ruler. like a hellfire with like Tri-Sentinel and Jean Grey and some other stuff. This would limit him to, I think, almost nothing. There's a few rulers that share keywords with him, so you could make like a ruler theme team. But this would limit him to almost nothing as far as sideline. Uh, yeah, that would slaughter him on the sideline. That would be yeah very rough. And then before the show, we were talking about this question, and I was saying how it would be, in my opinion, it would... And this is kind of separate from what it would do to the game, but it would just be bad form for WizKids to mandate that your sideline counts towards your keyword in order to make a theme mm-hmm. team, but doesn't count towards like your build total or doesn't count towards like any, like your sideline doesn't gain anything that your normal keywords gain. So if I'm building a soldier theme team and I put 1776 on it, and now all of them have Spider-Man family. Sideline does not get like the Spider-Man family part. Um, as far as I know, I guess I probably should have looked at that before I made such a bold statement. But uh, it would just be weird for WizKids to mandate that Sideline also follows while releasing a lot of figures that work with like Sideline stuff and uh, very few keywords. It would be neat to have justice league yeah. like the only justice league and injustice league the only team would be, that could access it would definitely be uh one of the best like teams around just for purely having like the ability to do trouble alerts and then i think no one would use troublemakers uh unless there's like a scientist theme team you could slap lex luther i don't know if brainiac has it as well but like i think then only generic Keywords yeah. could possibly have like any any troublemakers because no one's playing a Legion of Doom or Injustice League theme team right now, sadly. Um, no. Unless you're playing 30 Brainiacs, in which case, 
cool, Chad Birdsall. Thank you for playing 30 <laughs> Brainiacs. Um, yeah, like that would be it. So yeah. that basically yeah, I, covers that. That one would be a really cool format. I think it'd be a cool format. Oh yeah, uh, I think it would be pretty bad for the game. I, I yeah, I don't like. So I, and I think it's also a bad idea for whiz kids to limit one of their cool one of the cool things about one of the cool aspects about their game is that you can branch off and you can grab like for some reason an assassin's creed guy a lord of the rings guy a wwe like person um and then just batman and like captain america and that can be a team uh even though they probably don't share any keywords like maybe they all have martial artists or something but like you know what i'm saying you can in hero clicks you can build a non-theme team with characters from all different universes um and i think limiting that and at least competitive play would take away from some of like the interesting aspects of having cool teams although i think competitive as a whole usually limits cool teams or like cool characters from teams it's usually just what's the most effective so um usually it it is just what's most effective and then occasionally you get like cool characters that are really effective as well. Yeah. Although, to be fair, not many people even play the game that's, you know, mixing all sorts of characters together, which is which is a huge bummer. That's, that's like my favorite way to play it. Um, but it's not played that much. Like, it's probably going to get slightly more thanks to Spider-Man family. If I see a Spider-Man family team that's caught, you know, uh, whatever, a WWE wrestler, Macho Man, you know, some DC guys and all sorts of stuff, I'll be, like, really happy. But, like, as of right now, the only things that are modern is just DC, Marvel, Star Trek, WWE, Orville. Is that – are these the properties we're messing with right now? Yeah. So yeah, we there's not a lot Curtis. of crazy modern right now. But as far as Golden goes, I still don't see a lot of... Because people are just too obsessed with playing whatever. Because they want to play all the cool Golden Marvel DC stuff. I would love it if we saw more, you know, more Turtles stuff. Not just the Turtles team, but like a mixture of everything. Like, honestly, one of my favorite formats that I used to play, and we just me and a friend played this all the time, was just every character had to be from a different universe. And by universe, you weren't allowed to do 616 and then other whatever Marvel universe. That is lame. Please stop. You had to like do it from like totally different, I guess, properties would be the best way to say it. So those are like the most fun games I've ever had, though. When you have like you have Giel or Guile, however you want me to say it. You have Colonel Stars and Stripes. You have Captain America. You have Uncle Sam. It's awesome. It's so cool. Like stuff like that is just great. Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, it's dope. So I definitely would prefer something like that to, to say like the extreme of it. Another way we could go is like. If you wanted to really like make the meta super like difficult and you wanted it to be comic accurate, you know, trying to do a theme team, you just say, have these people ever teamed up in a comic book before? No, can't play them. That would be people have to do something called research. And that's be very, very <laughs> different for the hero hooks community. I would be very impressed. Yeah. But like I love comic accurate battles. Those are definitely my favorite because anyone can play an Avengers theme team. And like, yeah, everybody's been an Avenger, but like has Captain America been an Avenger the same time Luke Cage has? I don't know. Maybe, but like still like maybe, maybe not, you know, has Nova been an Avenger the same time Scarlet Witch has? Nope. You know, like stuff like that. And if I'm wrong, please don't we tell did me. I don't a care. Build but like, time where it was like, you had like to that. pick a comic cover, like a team from a comic cover and like only characters from that cover could be on your team. And so, like, you could go through, you, you could look through as many comic books as you wanted to, to, like, try and find one that, like, fit, like, what kind of team you were building. But uh, it still, like, limited you to, like, at most, like, eight characters usually. Yeah, so I, I those are probably my, my real, like, favorite formats to play. But it is an interesting thing to think about making the the whole theme team thing. I think it would have been totally different a few years ago, though. If you would ask the same question, if we would have made theme teams, uh, whatever, a few years ago. And by a few years ago, I mean, like, during War of Light and stuff like that. Then it would have been different. Uh, because I think even uh, Mr. Tom Van Holland said uh, recently that, uh, I think, I think it was during our trip, but, like, he'd only played a, a theme team, like, three times in competitive or whatever. Like, a named theme team. 
And I was like, oh, wow. So like, and obviously he plays competitive a lot. So that really like shows to you like how you really don't have to play it that much. And I think this year he was just running the whole, all this stuff is good. This is a counter. This is a counter. This is a counter. Um, much like Vulture Jason, all that jazz. Um, it would limit those, but even then, we're seeing plenty of other stuff. I'm, I'm like re-saying a bunch of stuff. I'm gonna, I'm done. I'm done with this question. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Sorry, I'm ranting, and it, it all makes no sense. So I'm gonna stop while I'm ahead. I've probably, you could piece together my opinion through all of that. I'm sure. Yeah, we did it. And if you want to send in a question to us, you can do so on our <coughs> Facebook page. Or at our email, that is something. Calder will say. Dial H for Hero Clicks at dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. Yeah, that's all spelled out. That is D I A L F O R H. Nope, I already dot. Sorry. D I A L F O R. I'll, no, D-I-A-L-H-F-O-R-H-E-R-O-C-L-I-X at sign. That's a shift, and you hit the two button. At sign, G-M-A-I-L, period, C-O-M. That's our email. If you got could, it. It's also in the, link in the podcast description below. And if it isn't, don't message me about it. All right. That's where you can send us questions. And actually, we really do like getting questions. Sorry if I sound so so strange and aspirated. Uh, I didn't get to do a podcast last week. I'm acting all funky and freaky. So, yeah, we love getting podcast questions. And obviously, you can just send those to us Facebook and Twitter as well. That's pretty much that's the end of the show, I would say. I think we made it. Through. I think what, a, what a show. What a, what a dumpster fire that we, we made our <laughs> listeners come back to. I apologize. Yeah. What a show. I mean, it's... <laughs> After last week, I feel like they'll put up with a lot. If they actually listen oh, to yeah. the entirety of last week, I I feel bad, but I feel like they'll put up with a lot more. Based on Podbean, no, they didn't actually, Simeon, just so you know. <laughs> Hate to well, be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> After they heard me say, uh, it's not going to be a normal podcast, and they're like, where's Ranch Boy? Why is he not introducing? I imagine all of our... Listeners are crotchety like grandparents, and so they're ranch like, boy. Where's ranch boy? I don't want to listen to his sidekick. This is terrible, uh, and then they just shut it off right away. So that's what crotchety, crotchety, crotchety. Yeah, uh, grandparents. You said cranch there for a second. I was like ah, ketchup and ranch. Cranch, yeah. truly a, a genius invention. Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> no, it's it is super gross. But all right, guys. Uh, once again, to reiterate some stuff we said, check out our YouTube channel, subscribe. Hero Hooks Hot Ones is going to be live probably right now. Ooh, if it's Tuesday anyways. If it's past Tuesday, if you're in the future, it's on there right now. Go check it out. Sign up for the Prince Tournament. It's only 10 bucks, and you could potentially win. That's right. A brick of House of X or a whole bunch of boosters, which is really cool. So that is all I have to say. Thank you guys so much for listening. Simeon, any, any final thoughts? Any last words? Yeah, so I wanted to go into like some of the lore behind The Witcher Three. So it's actually no, 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 Oh. Our sponsors website. I think I know. I think I know. And yeah, they're they're called CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClix singles and sealed products. So you should check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. This actually reminds me. So quick, uh, it's a small Cool Stuff Inc. plug slash side tangent for my trip. Um, I saw a board game in a game store where you normally see board games called. Uh, Scooby-Doo Betrayal at Mystery Mansion, Mansion. And if you've played Betrayal, you know it's a really fun, cool game. And you know that Scooby-Doo is literally freaking perfect for that. Like, holy crap, this is freaking awesome. And then I looked, and I'm like, it's 35 bucks at this game store. That's uh, cringe. So I checked Cool Stuff, Inc., and it was $10 off. It was only 25 bucks at Cool Stuff, Inc. So I'm like, boom, bada-bing, bada-boom, baby. That was in my cart so fast. 
walked out of that game store. Don't worry, it wasn't a local one. It was Branson or Springfield, Missouri. I don't <laughs> care about those nerds. Uh, they don't even play, they don't even play Hero Hooks down there. That Hero Hooks scene is dead. I should go into a podcast next time. I literally talked to the shop owner for like 20, 30 minutes while the poor rest of my family was in the car um, about what happened to the Hero Hooks scene. And it was uh, he could talk a lot. It was great. Uh, that was that's a whole nother probably show, honestly. But yeah. Cool stuff. Inc. We had they had just uh, sick deals, and it wasn't anywhere on their deals either. It was just ten bucks off, and I wouldn't have known unless I searched for it. So, if you're ever looking at getting a board game somewhere, just blah, blah, type it in Cool Stuff Inc. Just check check the price really quick because I'm like, oh, ten bucks off is a smoking deal. So, and I can't wait to play Betrayal Scooby Doo Edition. This is going to be just awesome. So, sorry, huge side tangent. Simeon already did the read off, so I'll just go ahead and leave us with Happy Trails. <laughs> Thank you.